listening to The Burn. Gaming stuff, blazing fast. Welcome to a new episode of The Burn, a podcast about gaming done blazing fast. I'm Aviv Manoach. Omer Kaplan, third time the champ. Let's, let's do it. We're going to record this thing. We'll, we'll certainly try. How are you doing? I am very well. How are you? I like it that we're taking turns now. We're not... Like one, one, one sentence at a time. That, that's how it normally works. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Nobody, nobody was here for the first two attempts. So we're starting fresh. It's all good. It's a new day. Yes. No, it's not a new day. It's the same day. Anyway, uh, <laughs> anything interesting happening? Uh, not, nothing too, too much other than the huge demand for COVID testing that is taking all of my attention and time at work. Um, yeah, it's pretty, pretty relaxing. It's kind of funny how on September, so, you know, for our listeners, I don't know where we're going to release this episode, but today's September 3rd, but it's kind of funny how over here, like, September 1st, it, it's like somebody switches off some the fall switch and all of the trees are starting to have yellow trees. They, like, the weather is like getting like 10 degrees cooler. I don't know what's going on, but um, we're getting to a nice, uh, the nice fall season, which is uh, pretty nice. Uh, here it's like three degrees less hot. That's, that's yeah, it. I like- I like it that we, I like it that you don't say it's like cooler. It's like no. it's less hot. It's like still hot. It's just less of it. Yes, exactly. Uh, okay, oh. so uh, we are the burn. We talk about gaming. In each episode of the show, we discuss a game that we were playing and liked or didn't, uh, and some news from um, the gaming industry. You can listen to all episodes at theburn.live. Um, where you can also subscribe to your preferred listening app. And you can also find me at twitch.tv slash isol.me for live content. So today we are talking Dungeons and Dragons Dark Alliance. Yes, um, we are. Omer, are uh, are you familiar with the history of the Dark Alliance franchise? Uh, I, I know that there was a previous old game, but I didn't go as much as like doing some research. But I, I bet you are. Yes. So um, it, it went like this. In the early 2000s, the, the arts, as they call it, uh, there was a very uh, successful... It, it was the, the booming uh, time for uh, Dungeons & Dragon gaming. Uh, it was all the uh, all those games from the Infinity Engine, like Baldur's Gate and Planescape Torment and Icewind Dale and then Everwinter Night. And the most successful series of, of those was Baldur's Gate and uh, at some point uh, Bioware and uh, Wizard of the Coast uh, parted ways. And um, apparently... Um, Bioware or some other or maybe the, the the publisher or I don't know who specifically was um, kept the rights to the franchise of Baldur's Gate but not the rights to the series itself mm. so they gave another company to develop a game called the Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance which 
was um, completely separate from from the rest of Battle's Gate and, and also pretty shitty. Um, I have no idea why they decided to revive uh, that that game, that like franchise. Obviously, they they dropped the the Baldur's Gate because they <laughs> they put it on another on another company and uh, another yes. new game. Uh, oh, there were two two Dark Alliances. That's uh, interesting. Yeah, I kind of remember there was one that was really old because the name sounded familiar, but. Yeah. No, no, it's it, it, 2001 and then uh, 2001 and then 2000 and let's see, 2001, 2004, the two dark alliances and uh, wow, um, <laughs> interestingly enough, Dark Alliance 2 came back to Black Isle Studios. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's so weird. Okay, th- those franchising things are, are really weird sometimes because Dark Alliance, the first one was created by Snowblind Studios, a company no one ever heard of. Um, but then uh, it was ported by Black Isles. Um, that was after the... the um, the uh, not takeover. How do you say when one company buys another company? Acquisition. The acquisition. Thank you. The acquisition of, of Black Island Interplay by by uh, Vivendi, which later uh, uh, um, were sold to Bethesda and whatever. But but anyway, yeah, it's uh, it's uh, Bioware and Black yeah. Island Interplay uh, at some point um, were um, like didn't work continue to work together and then the, the entire the, all, all of the things were, were were complicated like i think i think um it wasn't even wizards of, of the cost at the time of the original Baldur's gate it's, it was still owned by tsl or something uh, yeah it's complicated anyway dark alliance new dark alliance um published by wizard of the coast made by an unknown company uh and it's here and Yes, and I played a whole bunch of it. So let me tell you about this game. It's like it's really weird, okay? Because like we always say, we played you know games that either we really liked or disliked, and we know we gotta give our honest opinions about it. This game, on paper, when I was at the store page purchasing it, it has all the pieces of the formula to be a game I really, really, really like. So I'm a big fan of Warhammer Vermintide 2. Basically, <clears throat> sorry, basically a co-op experience in kind of like, you know, some sort of like a fantasy universe. And I mean, it's a Dungeons and Dragons like franchise, which obviously, you know, have all these household names and skills and characters we, you know, we know and like, you know, the, actually, the actual world uh, and like enemies and spells and all this stuff. So you get a co I mean, if I told you that you're going to get and Dungeons and Dragons co-op experience with all the kind of like lore that Dungeons and Dragons bring with it. It's an action RPG with a campaign, and you know it's gonna be like really actiony, really almost like the Vermintide experience. Like you're fighting hordes of enemies, you're getting objectives done, you like getting loot, and that's basically your loop. Like there's nothing, nothing else to it, and then you earn cosmetics and like cool stuff. So. I was really excited to try this game 
Um, so I purchased it, I go in, you... It's really cool, so right off the bat, you can... I mean, I wasn't overly excited about it, but you can select one of, like, four very famous Dungeons & Dragons characters, um, which I'm not gonna name. I mean, I, I mean, I read some books, but so I only know Drizzt, but I guess some people would know, like, all the other stuff, people. Uh, but you got your barbarian person, you got your dwarven tank person, you got your ranger lady, uh, and you got your... But, but yes, all of like those are from the Drizzt books. The what? Yeah, they're all from the books. And So yeah. why so don't like, you I, know I, them? Yeah. I don't remember any, any of the names. I just, I just remember that, the, the, that, yeah, part, yeah, that party of characters is, is from the original um, Icewind Dale trilogy. Where, yeah, where and, all, and, was, all the was and all the locations and all the like a lot of the the missions in the campaign are from there, and you meet like big and really kind of like well known monsters from like you know from like goblins to a beholder to like you you meet you know you fight you know, there's bosses, so it's really I mean they took the they took like the Vermintide two formula. And say, well, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna do third person instead of a first person. You're gonna, you're gonna have your missions. There's a billion types of currency you can collect along the way. Literally, there's like ten or twelve different types of currency you can collect, and you convert, you can convert them to loot and upgrade. And after you finish, like each mission, you get a chest, and that chest have a chance to have more items. So, you know, that gameplay loop is really tight. But for so and, and like there's cool there's cool like D and D mechanics along the way. So as you level up characters, you get your character sheet and your stats slightly increase. And um, in the middle, it, instead of checkpoints, you have you can either choose to do a short rest and like kind of like reset your stats, but enemies respawn, or you can skip the rest and it's gonna increase the quality of the loot you're getting, but you're not gonna getting your um, your stats back. Another cool thing that they tried to do is they said right off the bat, I read kind of like the developer logs, and said, well, we're not going to do just a third-person hack and slash. We're going to do a skill-based system. So it's essentially, I mean, it's not really a Souls-like experience, but a lot of the monsters have their own animations, and there's like a very complex, like, dash, block, parry. There's like three types of dashes. So like the short, short dash, uh, depending on like some character of like dashing skills and just like long dashes and rolls and so literally you use like the entire if you're playing with the controller you're playing with the entirety of the thing all the time uh, and there's also a combo system where you can like mix and match different buttons to create this like really flourishy and like cool moves uh, so you don't really it's not really hack and slash and way of like you know uh, like light hit and then heavy thing it's really kind of complex you have your ultimate that you're charging and every character has their own kind of like ultimate um so on paper it should have been really really cool the worlds are awesome all the the monsters encounters are voiced over so you can hear like goblins kind of like chatting between themselves and then you surprise them or not um there's like kind of like a stealth mechanic where you can like sneak up on enemies and then you get kind of like a surprise attack, but that's like last for a second. So, on on paper, really, really pretty like super nice game. I I go in there, and I was 
right off the bat, I was surprised that unlike Vermintide 2, they throw you into this game solo. So if you don't have a party that you matchmake with, you just go in there and you play the game. Uh, and it wasn't, un I mean, Vermintide 2 gives you bots. So unlike that experience, it felt, I don't know, kind of like empty. It's, it really showed, I mean, at least to me, right? Personal experience. It really showed that I think the game was meant to play as a team and the characters kind of like complete each other, right? Because you have your your tank and your barbarian up front and then you have kind of like the rogue going to the back line and then the ranger with like long range attacks. So the characters really complete each other. And then when you're going in solo, it feels like, you, I mean, you it's, it's too, it feels too empty for, let's say, yeah. I mean, you're not powerful enough. You don't feel powerful like, um, I would say the Lord of the Rings Shadow of Mordor War series. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's like you're there in a skill met like based game attacked by the same hordes of enemies. And you would say, oh my God, I wish there was like somebody else in here with me battling, but no, you're just kind of like alone out there. Um, so that was kind of a bummer. And then I tried to matchmake and it took forever to find a group. Uh, and it actually fails after like a couple minutes. So you have to like restart every now and then. And I found some people, they were a super high level. They just like sprinted the level because they know what to do. I was like, hey, you know, I, I got lost one time. So, I mean, it has, it's kind of like a soup. They have all the good, like, good ingredients, like good formula. But somehow when it came to execution, I don't know. I, I don't feel that the game was meant to be soloable. I mean, I've, I've seen videos, like people, people definitely did it. It just, I feel like it was kind of like meant to be a team game. Um, and I don't know, I couldn't last over, like I think played like five, six hours. I played all the first act and then a couple other missions. It just, I don't know, it, the loop isn't fun enough to keep me engaged solo. You always keep wanting to like, you know, get all the party together and like win together, but you just can't. I, I really, really try to get into groups. It just don't happen. Um, so, so and and it's not it's that, not fun solo. No, that and also the fact that I tried to play with the keyboard and mouse for the first couple hours, and it was like impossible to play. It was really I mean <laughs> this game was definitely meant for a controller. So I go in with the mouse and keyboard, and then the, even basic st basic stuff like dodging, there's like a dedicated dodging key, as opposed to like double tapping a direction to dodge in that direction. So I don't know. So it was really clunky. I switched the controller. Hand, I, hands on the better experience it's just i don't know i could not the, like the gameplay itself couldn't keep me engaged long enough to play the thing solo I, as opposed to you know i like vermintide that i can play solo with bots forever um so really really i mean i don't know if they're gonna keep pushing updates for that i don't know if it's a player based issue it's just really i don't know unfun solo um, but I, other than that, everything is amazing. Like they really, it's really showed that they, they like dedicated tons of time to do, like, you know, keep the gameplay really cool and flourishing, nice, and all the characters really distinct. Um, I wish there was a magic wielder though. It's kind of like missing some magic. But other than that, right? That super series stupid. didn't have any any magic user. Yeah, which is, I mean, yeah, would it would be nice to have a mage, even like yeah. 
so especially after I, you know, I have a lot of mileage with Vermintide 2 and I know that there's a better alternative. Like there, there is a way to do it like in a super fun way. Um, maybe it's because Vermintide 2 also have kind of like subclasses and here you kind of, you know, play the same four characters and they have like, I mean, they're, they're like combos and like moves you can make, but um, I don't know. It, 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 and the, I mean, cosmetics were fine. I mean, it's nothing like something to write home about. So, bottom line. I mean, if I had friends, if I had friends to play with, hundred percent. Or I mean, if matchmaking was existent and I could like play with a party <laughs> every time, I think it would be amazing. Solo, I just moved on, honestly. Um, so, so but, not worth a buy. I mean, so here's the thing. It's on Game Pass. So mm -hmm. if you have it. I would just like fire it up and try, um, but for forty bucks, like the full retail price, only if you're like in a group of like friends that want to like play together, I think you'll be you'll have a great time. Uh yeah, I haven't heard anything uh, remarkable <coughs> remarkable about it, even even on the the what uh, a really short testing period before it came out, uh, they gave it to like influencers and stuff. Uh, and and now it it didn't turn turned head, heads at all. Yeah, I mean, I think I mean I think that the timing was good for this game. I think there's nothing really like iffy about it. So like the currencies, even though there's a lot, there's a lot of currency, it's very straightforward. You have a kind of like Vermintide too. You have your home base. On the home base, you buy your potions, get your upgrades, and like do another mission, another mission. For some reason. And I, you know, I couldn't, like, right now, as I'm talking about it, I can't really crack in my head. But, like, in Vermintide 2, there is this factor of, okay, let's go again, let's go again, let's go again. And, I mean, maybe it's, again, maybe it's the party play thing, which in Vermintide 2, you always find players to play with. And matchmaking is good to a state where, like, you find players on your level, so nobody's printing it. Um, I... So maybe, maybe it's that, but like I could not get that feeling of, okay, I want to go like another mission, another mission, another mission. It's always like, okay, I'm just going to like tough it out for like an hour, finish like one or two missions and just, you know, go play something fun. Yes. Well, uh, all, can, all, all that I can say is that instead of playing this game, uh, you can play the new and shiny Wrath of the Righteous that came out yesterday. Uh, or you also can uh, wait for the uh, actual Baldur's Gate 3, which is not actually a Baldur's Gate game, no. but fine. The new Baldur's Gate 3 is hands-on, like, no doubt about it, like, day one purchase. I'm, I've been waiting for I'm waiting for this game to come out of, like, early access, um, because I know that they're going to have, like, Bard as a playable class, like, day one. So I'm going to play Bard. Which is, like, kind of, it's kind of like, so that's why I, what I always play... Both in like Dungeon and Dragons and any Dungeon and Dragons game, even though it's not the best class for solo, I just play Bard. So I'm gonna wait for the Bard. Yeah, but you don't need um, to play solo. You have no, a that's, I mean, it's gonna be more along the lines of like Divinity. So it's gonna be awesome. Oh awesome no, I, I don't care about the the functions of the game. I care about them using the name Battles Gate without having any connections to the original games. Like they they oh, are yeah. calling it Battles Gate Three. But it's not. It's not a sequel to Battles Gate 2 and Throne, and Throne of Bar. It's not. It's, I, an, it's you know, an entirely it's new almost, thing. Listen, I think, I think it's almost better that it's not a sequel because, like, expectations going to no, be... No, it's not better. Like, if it's not a sequel, don't call it Battles Gate 3. 
Don't. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's it's like half marketing, like you know, it's kind of like half marketing. But I said, well, do we really want to go like all the way? It's not like, half like marketing. A it's it's a hundred percent marketing. They are only doing it for brand uh, value. Yes. And I mean, which I mean, which, which is fine. Like I, as soon as I heard they're gonna like you know, Larian is gonna develop it. I saw the like the photos of the engine and how it's gonna play out. I was like, yes, I'm hundred percent. No. Like this is the like this was my expectation of the divinity like original sin series is that like just give me the same thing but don't like call it like you know mages and mana and like use those terms instead of like sorcerers and you know like you know use their terminology which is fine because it's their world it's just like yes i want like true dnd style magic missile like you know lay on hands kind of game you know sure fine whatever just remove the three like yes. it's it's based on Wizards of the Coast, literally. Baldur's Gate descent into Avernus. That's the that's the original uh, adventure that this game happens afterwards. So yeah, sure, use Baldur's Gate, but why the three? Why? Yeah, I I mean I would say look to any of our listeners like hearing this episode, then are, are excited about like. D&D Dark Alliance, I would say just go play Vermintide 2. It's always on sale. The missions are, I mean, it's like, it's just basically a better game. Um, at least, like, from my opinion. It just, you know, and the world itself is pretty awesome, too. So. Yeah. Yes. Vermintide is cool. So, I really, really, wanna, really, really wanted to get excited about it. Ended up playing a few hours and just calling it. So, yeah. <laughs> Well, that's it's fine, and it, yeah, and I, and I'm I'm usually like very optimistic about games and very you know, but like th- this one was rough. <laughs> um, but you know, in uh, in the new Wrath of the Righteous game, I also think you can play about. Oh yeah, yeah, Wrath of the Righteous is like yes. So I'm playing another game right now. As soon as I'm done with that, I'm putting down my my fifty bucks for Wrath of the Righteous. I, I'm I need a new CRPG in my life. Yes, there is a bug. Yeah, that, yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be like that's gonna be a great game. And like from everything I've seen, they just like improved on what they had started in um, in Path of the Kingmaker. So yeah, it's like it's easy to understand. You get turn-based combat in the base version, which we like. You know, if you remember, we had to wait maybe a year, year and a half to get it. So yeah, it's I think it's gonna be good. Right off the bat, the Kingmaker has like weird, had weird bugs, but I think they have more experience with the engine now. So yeah, I I think it's gonna this game's gonna be great, no doubt. I mean, fifty bucks is a tall order, but it's gonna last through like for a hundred fifty hours. So should be good. Yeah, I'm I'm a bit disappointed they haven't improved anything from on the UI. Um, yeah, which is which is very complicated uh, and how to deal with, but okay. I have a very yeah, special and place. You, and if you're not an avid Pathfinder player, like me, for example, you have to kind of like relearn a lot of the like mechanics, which are not always like self-evident. Mm-hmm. Which oh. the UI doesn't give you any like doesn't do you any favors. So you oh, really you have can to you can just play re- on super easy and ignore everything. Yes. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So, uh, oh, there's also like a crusade mode, which hopefully I can like automate and just play the adventure and have fun. Yeah, uh, I have uh, a very special place for Wrath of the Righteous in my heart because I played the tabletop campaign for uh, two and a half years. Nice. 
Um, so uh, I may I may need to recreate my Oracle, although not all, everything I used in the tabletop game is uh, exists in the in the video game. So, yeah, but like, so if, if it's anything like Kingmaker, we, you're gonna have mods for like everything. So I've seen I've seen an Oracle mode the mod for a Kingmaker mm-hmm. um, that adds like the class and like everything you want. So you know, just give it some give it some time. You'll get your Oracle. Maybe. Okay, let's do some news and wrap it up. So, um, two bits of news from this week. Uh, Crisis Remastered Trilogy announced. They already remastered the first Crisis, and that will add the second and third games. Uh, fr- uh, honestly, the second and third games are kind of crap compared to the, to the original. I haven't, pl- I, haven't, I haven't played two and three. So I, yeah. I, I have no idea if it's going to be good. I, I also never finished the first one. I, I played a lot of the first one, but like uh, two-thirds into the game, the game changes from like stealth, cool, uh, super soldier action to fighting mean aliens. And mm. that's, that's when I quit. I didn't like that part of the game. I can, I can do aliens, sorry. <laughs> no, it, it, it was just just a um such a difference in in styles like the first two thirds of the game were really like um metal gear solid ask stealth gameplay and then it turns into a, a run and gun style thing and i i didn't like it uh and i didn't play the, the second and the third one i I watched the second one. I don't think I even watched the third one. Um, it, it wasn't even interesting in the time. Uh, but if you want to play Crisis on modern devices, um, you would be able to. So that may be your thing. I don't know. I mean, it's, a, it's on Game Pass, so maybe. Uh, yeah, that, that could be a thing as well. Um, Crisis Remastered... Okay, it, say, uh, it says that currently it's on the Epic Games... To- oh, and Microsoft Store for PC. Okay, n- never mind. You are correct, I read wrong. So, for the next a bit of more interesting news... Um, so, you know uh, Players Unknown... Player Unknown's Battleground. Yes, yes you know that very famous yes, game that, that, created about the, it. that created an entire genre, yeah, right? Yes, I'm not very good at it, but yes. Yes, I, I didn't play it. Even, um, ne- I never played it. Uh, the only Battle Royale I tried was Apex, uh, and that's it. But uh, the thing is that people that don't know the, the history of it, uh, the Player on Battleground started as a mod and then went on to become uh, its own game. Uh, and they uh, they like created a, a company around it around that person uh, that apparently is called Brandon Green, uh, which I didn't know and I until just now. Uh, and now they are doing sort of a, a spin-off of the of the main studio into a new studio that's called Player Unknown Productions, and that part of the studio is going to um, focus on new tech- gaming technology uh, and as part of that they're going to release a new game or at least at the first part of it it's going to be like a tech demo they're calling it prologue and it's sort of a um, 
ה-open world survivor building MMO kind of thing. So it's a, a, a cross between Rust and, and No Man's Sky, uh, kind of. Um, and, and they are saying that, well, Green is saying that uh, for starters, it's going to be just that, just a tech demo. They are going to develop like tools around it and, and stuff like that. Uh, and over time, it may become like a, an actual game, but for starters, it's, it's just a, a technology thing. And it's really refreshing to hear developers like say what they want to do instead of like uh, hyping a game, putting it in early access, and, and then you have to wait for six years for the actual game to come out. Uh, so yeah, finally, a company said, okay, we are going to put this out there and this is going to be a test and you can, uh, you can play that test, but it's not a finished game. Very honest, and yes. I like that. That's, that's a rare commodity, that's yes, for sure. Exactly. Um, I sort of remembered another news from two days ago. Uh, there is a new patch for uh, No Man's Skies. Speaking of No Man's Skies, it's called Frontiers, oh, yeah. and it turns No Man's Sky into uh, SimCity slash Animal Crossing. You can, yes. you can go to it's settlements, you can become the mayor, and you can do stuff. Yeah, I immediately thought about like Frostpunk, you know, just like get people accustomed to a harsh environment. But yeah, I mean, this, I mean, this game is keep getting updated, like meaningful, huge updates, which is pretty amazing. So it's a great game already. And there's like so much to do there already. So you can, I mean, at some point, you know, people are talking about like the metaverse and like future environments, which you're going to spend our time. You're going to, we're going to end up, we're all going to end up in No Man's Sky, I have a feeling. <laughs> I want Which is fine. No, I want, I'm, I'm, game, I'm good for that. I want give, to give a spaceship. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> I want real life No Man's Sky. Nah, I don't know. I think real life is overrated. That, that's also true. Uh, okay, so that's everything we have on the show for you today. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Omer, for being with me. It was always a pleasure. So, uh, managing three separate recordings until we got it right. Yes, exactly. You, you wasted 10 minutes of my Ghost of Tsushima playthrough. Yeah, we, yeah we're going to talk about that next show. Yes, it's, 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 next episode is, is all Ghost all, all the time. Yes. Um, yes, yeah, so you can find us online uh, at Twitter. On, uh, I'm at Icel and Omer is at Omer Kaplan. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, comment, and leave your reviews on your preferred listening apps. You can find everything over at theburn.live. And our opening team was created by Ann Dorco with vocals by Fishy Twitch, both on Twitter as well. Thank you very much. And until next time, see ya. See ya.